0: Thanks for tuning in again, everybody. We're back with your favorite podcast, Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. There he is. There he is. So, Luca Nation, I don't know what the hell we're up to. 570-something of these darn things. There's a lot of them. But um, I'm going to try something new today. Get a lot of comments. A lot of comments, you know, saying... uh, you know that Andrew is a genius and I'm just a bloviating you know pile over here that I don't know what I'm talking about. A lot of comments like that. There aren't that yet but I just wanted to give Andrew kind of like you know little props here. But there was an episode a couple weeks ago where I got to ask Andrew the questions. And it was fun. A little different My right and Andrew loved My it afterwards. Sure. And he was like ah oh, you know this is great just kind of rapid fire. But when I asked the questions I kept it in his comfort zone. Now, guys, we talk, but all we talked about today were NFTs. You know, Talk talked about NFTs. He was going for a walk. I was shuffling. I was full of snot. We have not talked about cards. And this is going to come as a complete surprise to Andrew. He had no idea I was doing this. So you guys get to be along for the ride, the anticipation for this. Last time we did this was great because I asked basketball questions, and that's in his wheelhouse. But here we are on the Saturday before NFL Championship Weekend. And I am going to ask Andrew some football questions. Not hard ones, but card-related football questions. And maybe, you know, I'll chime in with what I think. But I have a feeling Andrew's gonna hit these all right out of the park. So he has prepared, he hasn't researched, he hasn't done anything. This is all top of the head. So so just give him a little, give him a little fun, give him a little, 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 little leash here. But we have four quarterbacks playing tomorrow. And I'm gonna go through each one of them. And ask you what your thoughts are about their cards right now, investing in them. Would you be a buy on them, a sell on them? Would you potentially wait until after the game and buy and or sell? So let's start with the easiest one of all, Patrick Mahomes. What I don't do that's the hardest about? one of all. All right, so we'll, we'll save him to the end. Okay, Jimmy Garoppolo. I'll go Dude, the other did, you the the,
1: did you see this Did you see the stat on Jimmy? Um, that he has been, been in, been in the playoffs
0: seven years. <laughs>
1: Two NFC Championship games, uh, I think he, five five playoff games, he's two touchdowns to five interceptions.
0: He hasn't thrown a touchdown this whole playoffs. He's in the NFC Championship game. He hasn't, thrown, he hasn't thrown a touchdown. It's amazing. Mahomes has like 10. He has zero. It's crazy. So talk to me about Garoppolo.
1: Well, the question with Garoppolo is how much team success overshadows individual success. Because I don't think his cards could go lower. Right. So to me, when you're looking at, a, at the Garoppolo market, he's god awful as a quarterback. There's no doubt. There's actually two, th- two throws last week versus the Packers where it looked like he put the, like it was like two miles an hour across the field. They should have been pick sixes and it wouldn't have even had a chance to win that game. That being said, Kyle Shanahan is a GOAT. Like he, he is, he's maybe the best young coach there is. So my question and curiosity is how much team success will overshadow in the short term. Uh, player success because I think they actually beat the Rams. They own the Rams. They have their number. And then you have Garoppolo who in two years or three years, I apologize, two Super Bowls, again, more than likely he's going to be facing the Chiefs. You have that rematch. And if you guys remember that game versus uh, 49ers versus Chiefs, the 49ers had that game locked up. And then there was the fourth quarter comeback by Mahomes. Remember that game? Mm -hmm. So I, I got to tell you, it pains me to say this, but if we're going from a purely investment perspective, I think if Garoppolo and the 49ers lose, nothing happens to his cards at all. But I think if Garoppolo and the 49ers win, his cards appreciate. And I actually think that they have he has the potential to win the Super Bowl. And then you're like, this is awkward. Will he be back next year?
0: It gets really <laughs> hazy.
1: But I think there's a period of time where you could you could make a little bit of money.
0: I, yes, I think you're spot on. I think you're spot on, Jimmy. I think that the downside pales in comparison to the potential upside. He loses. He, everyone expected him to lose. Right. You know what I mean? Now, now, if you lose, you've now lost not once, but twice to a slow, white, geeky dork. Um, West Side Story. No! Very close. White men can't jump. i never watched it. Oh my I don't, God! I don't, support, I don't
1: support movies that that are divisive and are about race. That's not not my
0: divisive. It's, it's it's you know it's Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson. You know you know one of their many many fantastic movies. You know, no one will tell me otherwise. By,
1: I'm pretty sure I've seen Woody Harrelson biking through New York City. No one will tell me otherwise.
0: I mean, it's, it's very possible, you know, uh, very possible. Um, yeah, but I mean, followed up by Money Train with Jennifer Lopez just a horrible movie. But it had Woody Harrelson and uh and Wesley Snipes in it together. So anyway, I like your analysis because you are right. Um you know, Gravel loses, people thought he was going to lose. If he wins, ooh, there's yeah, potentially some upside there. So let's go to the other side of that game. Card Ladder
1: guys, um, and if you guys know the reason for this, why don't they all, have all cards on the platform? Like they don't have all? Jimmy G's cards. Well not, not like a single all but Jimmy like G. No. There's well they have the, they have the kabooms. But, but like a prism, like I feel like a prism, Jimmy G, is pretty pretty obvious, no? Because I was you'd trying figure, to see how his cards were doing.
0: Yeah, you'd figure they'd add it when he makes the NFC Championship game. Yeah.
1: But
0: maybe, maybe not.
1: So go to the other lot side lot of, of the equation. It. Yeah, they don't even yeah. have this index, but I understand. Okay.
0: Go to Stafford. Right, there are all some Stafford nut huggers out there. And there are people I saw all season posting, you know, quarterback rating, QBR all that stuff at Stafford was near the top. And, you know, like how come Stafford doesn't get any love and blah, blah, blah. There's some Stafford fans out there. Tell me about Stafford. Would you be a buyer, seller, waiter? What's the story on Stafford? What are your thoughts?
1: Let me pull up his chart so you guys could see. So Stafford, Shoot. they have. Because I think context is important. Like it's not just random, you know, is this guy a buyer sell? It's Whoa. also how how has What was that first chart? Well, all time, all time, all time, all time. So like since That's 2009. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Really, we're tr- we're trying to look here, you know, uh, <laughs> two years. Yeah. I mean, so l- let's take a look. So I guess this is what two, last November, three, two months ago, uh, his cards were at all time highs. This is after the run up. I guess people were anticipating that the Rams would win the Super Bowl, all that stuff. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Stafford. I think he's pretty overrated and I think he has a lot of expectations baked in because if they don't win, the blame is going to be solely on his shoulders. That could be on Von Miller and Aaron Donald. Like, no one blames defensive ends. Like What can they really do? It's not going to be on Odell. It's not going to be on Cooper Cup. It's going to be squarely on the shoulders of Stafford. And if they win, it's going to be Aaron Donald, Von Miller, and Sean McVay. So, I actually think Stafford has more downside than upside. And I don't think he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. See, the only thing I, was, I think he's, I think he's the only super I was,
0: overrated. Like you don't think he's a Hall of Famer. Okay, I mean, I listen. He's got some great weapons, obviously. I mean, you talk about a wide receiver doing some stuff. But I mean, when Jerry Rice did the triple crown, he, you know, he had a quarterback that people think of as a goat. Also, I mean, it's one of those kind of things, right? So, um, I think that chart was a great analysis. You know, that the chart that Andrew has pulled up. because what it shows you is what you can expect the card to do at its high side, right? Because in November you had, you know, they were number one seed, a lot of stuff baked in. You know what his index could do, and and while it has moved up slightly. If he wins the Super Bowl, it's going right back there, if not a little bit higher. At least right right after he wins the Super Bowl. So there is some upside. But then you have to ask yourself, is he getting through this week? And then if he gets through this week, is he getting through next week? You know what I mean? Is he getting through the Super Bowl? And that's going to be tough. Right? I mean, you know, Rams don't match up well against either of the AFC teams. Um You know, you got to think it's probably going to be Mahomes just because that seems to be the way that it's heading. And I think the Chiefs beat the hell out of the Rams. I I don't even think the Rams get there, to be honest. Um, I also uh, if
1: you if you look at this, if you go through card letter, look at his indexing. mm -hmm. I I think a really cool way to segment the index as well is um, base versus refractors. You'll actually see that the refractors are still near all time highs. Where the base, even though the base, isn't that high pop. I think there's only 115 PSA tens of his card. They're the ones bringing his overall index down.
0: All right, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. The people take a profit on some of the, you know, the the less valuable stuff, and that's bringing down yeah. the, the index a little. Makes
1: sense. And the people that hold the blue refractor or the refractor, they're collectors. You know, they're pure. They love Stafford. They're just they, that's their guy. You know, uh, but from an investment standpoint, I, I I don't know. I'd pass on him.
0: And just a quick little, so if we're not loving Stafford, if the Rams do happen to make it, I mean, are you an investor in Cooper Cup? Do you think maybe his cards are something you take a look at? You think with the season he's had and you add a Super Bowl to it, it becomes one of the greatest seasons a wide receiver's ever had. He throws down, you know, a good couple of playoff games here and maybe a Super Bowl MVP. Is that somebody you take a look at to invest in? I mean,
1: I would. I think he's a boss, man. I think he's freaking good, but I would just wait till the off season because look at this run up like his cards are near all-time highs. So it's 450 like and this is this is his card, the 2017 prism. Which Cage, I'm curious. Do you think this 2017 prism from an NFL standpoint could become like the brand? Like the, there's a lot of players in this 2017. A lot West of good I rookies. I mean,
0: they're 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 peaking now. There's a lot of good players in that 2017 prism. And for football, it didn't they, they were not printing it. They didn't have the machines yeah. on 24 hours a day because it hadn't hit yet. You know what I mean? Um, 2017 basketball is a little bit more, but even that, it wasn't up to 2018 numbers. Um, you know, 2018 had a lot of QBs. i mean, obviously Mahomes and 17 and, and Watson, but you know, 2018 right. Baker led the way, believe it or not. And then Darnold. And even though those two were on the top, you also have Josh Allen in there. You know, you have uh, Lamar Jackson in there. Um, you got a lot of Got a lot of good QBs in 18. 17 is kind of a little bit slept on. And there's some really good players in there. Remember, Michael Thomas is in there and his cards. It's, I bring that up as a great comparison because, you know, people get hurt. Look at look at Michael Thomas's cards if you want to. I mean, he didn't play all year. But remember, he was the one coming into the season everybody was looking at. He had a great – Ricky, are you looking at the 18 Josh Allens? Yep. I mean, I was going to actually do a little bonus – with Josh Allen and Tom Brady. So you can get your brain wrapped I'm around that rock. if you like. Ready to so, but rock. Now I'm let's go ready. to the other side of the ready. equation, right? The other side of the equation. It's uh AFC now. Are you a buyer or seller, Joe Burrow? And you know who's coming after that?
1: Joey B, man. He's he's as hot of a stock as it gets. Like he's a stock that there, his fundamentals, his price to earnings might be a little bit too high right now, but man, people fucking love him. You they know, do. people are creating content like, hey, Joey Burrow, this message for you, please. We don't want to see Jackson Mahomes dancing at the Super Bowl. This, you got yeah. to knock out the Chiefs. So, I yeah. mean, Joey Burrow's Joey cool. He, he's won over the public. And what do they say? The gladiator win the fans when you freedom. That's it. Uh, I'd pass on investing in Joey Burrow until the offseason.
0: <laughs> so what's funny but, about that But, George dude, White. how
1: crazy would it be if he he's won Chuck the Norris.
0: Super Bowl? He's Chuck Norris. That's what people look at parents you now. He's like Chuck Norris. It's like, you know, what happens when Joe Burrow gets hit by a truck? Poor truck, you know. Like, like he's Chuck Norris. You know what I mean? He's all of a sudden he's he's untouchable. And what's funny yeah, about it the- is they won four games last year, so you could you could view this season already as a success, right? Even if he loses, he's you know he's going to go in as an underdog. You know, I I, I think the, the tough part is just the incredible run up on his cards. You look at the you look at the chart, right? You know, you'd think they would take a pullback, right? Because you know there's some success already baked into it. But it is a successful season. The thing is, next year becomes harder, right? Because next year, you know, they have to have the same type of magical run. He's got to go one step further. So if he loses in the championship game, he's got to get to the Super Bowl next year. You know what I mean? It just, you know, it 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 becomes harder. The expectations are there, right? Look, yeah, you got it, little Joey B.
1: I put him in this bucket: highest risk, highest return, because Cage. So what so <laughs> on the whatnot show, we talked about uh, Bengals already played the Chiefs. And I remember watching that game, it was a shootout. And in the first half, the Chiefs had a chance to kind of run away from with that game. And there was this one play where it was kind of like a slant over the middle, maybe 15 yards, to Jamar Chase, and he just torched the team. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And it kind of it was like it was sort of like the Tyreek Hill touchdown last week versus the Bills the, in the fourth. It was just he just outran everybody. And it kind of saved the game because I believe they were down by two touchdowns in the game. And I was Kept like, the Chiefs are going to blow these. Kept a minute, Huge touchdown. Changed the whole momentum of the game. But I was like, if these two teams met in the playoffs, to me, it's a no-brainer the Chiefs win. And that game was in Cincinnati. This game is an arrowhead. I'll say, though, if they do find a way to win, because we've seen crazier things happen. It's football at the end of the day. Dude, the, you see – the lid comes off of this thing, no? This becomes 7, 8. The, the thing that moves cards and stocks oftentimes isn't fundamentals. It's FOMO. Yep. There becomes some insane level of FOMO there,
0: in my yeah. opinion.
1: In my opinion.
0: In yeah, somebody like me who Bowl. sold the color match orange. I'm looking to get back in. I'm like, oh, man, I shouldn't have sold. I'll take a little bit of the hit. I'll get back in. Yeah, FOMO, it's, re- it's real life, man. It's a real thing. Here's the second 100%. thing.
1: There's only 108 silver PSA 10s. And I'm using the silver as an index, but you guys go, orange, do your thing on it. Because PSA's been closed. They're not getting cards back. So that while the supply is so low, there's definitely over 108 people that are FOMOing into Burrow. So if they do win, I think maybe buying a Burrow is better than putting a bet on the Bengals, right? Because worst yeah. case scenario, they lose that card comes regresses a little, but you can always sell it. If they win, man, that card I think runs a little bit for the next two weeks.
0: I think you're right. I think you're right. Little Burrow, give me Patty Mahomes.
1: What's to say about that guy? I mean, who's had a better run in the, in his first four years of so the NFL? So here's what's
0: funny about him, right? You know, people are like, "Oh, he's going to be the next Brady," and then, "Oh shit, maybe he's not. He hurts his knee and then wins anyway." Oh shit! Now he's going to go back and Brady's out and he's not and he wins again. Take a look at his Prism Silver. It is still significantly off its highs. I mean, a lot of cards are, but that's just I'm using the Prism Silver for you as you know because that's what you've been using. I mean, some of his other yep. cards are not down, but take a look at the Prism Silver. Look at the chart on it. You know, it's still not it's still not back even close to where it was um you know after that Super Bowl look at that look at this chart very different chart there very different chart than than it's all tough. the other guys the Cooper cuff one where where to the right where more recent it's up right and and you that he hasn't won a Super Bowl in two years's been the four straight AFC championship games but he hasn't won a Super Bowl in two years that's after the Super Bowl right that peak there after they lost
1: to the to the bucks right right here
0: Right? So there you go, right? So so, and it's high, and then you know people thought, oh, it's gonna run up. Maybe he beats Brady, doesn't beat Brady, and it's kind of trickled down. You know, if he wins another Super Bowl, he's got multiple Super Bowls. He's got the MVP. He's got that crazy comeback game. He's starting to build up this, you know, the new man in the arena type of story, right? I mean, really, there's no other way of of pointing it out. I don't like Mahomes. I think he happens to be overrated. I, I, a lot of that comes from my Raider fandom um but he kicks our ass all the time um you know there's something to be guys. said about building up that legacy and his cards they're down i mean what what is the value on that silver now what was the data high over 10 right
1: 7000 right now um uh, it's high it's over
0: 15, 10, five. Right? 15 five. 50. i mean
1: Th- there's a few 10. things Th- this is this is like you know in my opinion investing or econ like 301 because the other guys are a little bit more clear cut this guy there's a lot going on here so if you remember last year not only was he, you know, this run-up after he won his first Super Bowl, but it was also the timing of everything that happened. You had maybe one of the biggest bull runs in card history, right? That How many that, out there, by the way? Uh,
0: 883.
1: Okay. All
0: right.
1: uh, so last year, one year ago today, remember, it was the Jordan when it sold for 780. So there was a huge bull run. In addition to that bull run, he got to the Super Bowl. So there was these two huge catalysts that – made the card get ahead of itself and then and now what made it drop in my opinion was not just the fact that okay they lost the super bowl his cards already run a lot so people are taking profit it was also mm-hmm. some cards are still at psa getting graded and coming back because that oh, that's 883. Silver.
0: It's not really a silver let's remember right. that. in 2017 all the rookies were silvers like that so it's not really that's like a base rookie
1: but we just saw a Cooper Cup had like 100 of them graded. Yep. Yep. Mahone has 800, so 8X. So he has a lot of supply for that year, too, in uh, a PSA 10. And that's not even taken into account PSA 9s and BGS 9.5s. And I think what we saw there was a little bit of like you see this with NFTs. It's investors and flippers getting out and getting into the hands of true collectors. Now, I'm curious if true collectors hold that card because I do believe that it has a lot of upside long term. I don't know short-term how much that card is impacted if they win the Super Bowl. I think very little. Maybe a little bit. But really?
0: Little. I think it goes back over 10 if he wins the Super Bowl from the 7 and change that it's at now. I do. I, don't, I think I don't there's think a 30, so. 30% run-up there. I think 10 is the new number for it.
1: Fine, but let's even just say 10. I mean, that's not a huge run-up. 7 to from 10. From 7
0: and change? That's. I mean, 7 to 10 is almost 50%. That's a big run-up in two weeks. If you could buy the card now for seven and sell it for 10, that's a pretty big run-up. I mean, I'm not so, saying it's going to get up to 15. Maybe it doesn't get, get...
1: – What if he doesn't win though, right? We're going left
0: well, and right. I think the downside him. is not – so. I mean, it's, it has come down, right? It, it, you know, I would look at where was it after week four, right, or five, six weeks into the season when they were losing and people were writing his obituary because the team didn't look good and now they haven't lost since. What was it there, 6,500? 6,800? I mean, it doesn't look like it's gone up tremendously since then. I think there's your downside. You know, I think it goes back down to the sixth. I think think it may have 10% downside with 30% upside, which is the kind of thing I, I look for. Look at that. It's basically been static with some small ups and downs for the whole season, right?
1: If you get rid of this and you kind of draw a line through it, you think mm-hmm. kind of like maybe right here is where it deserves to be? Well, a little He's, lower, than, a
0: little lower, a little like lower. I would say like 10. I would say, you know, it should, be, it should be like a 10. If he wins, it's 10 and continues on its little, you know, trajectory upward. And I mean, it down, I mean, he had at one point this season, people were selling Mahomes. You know, people were to, you know, we did our collectible episodes and, you know, they were losing and losing dad. Um, and the team didn't look good. And he didn't look good. He was throwing deceptions left and right every week, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it didn't fall, right? Well, here's that so sell-off. It went that. from
1: 8K in, like, October to seven six seven,
0: Right. So, 72, 6 and change. I mean, we're, we're, where are we now? 7?
1: Yep. I mean, I know what you're saying. It hasn't rebounded from that sell-off, even yeah, though performance exactly. has changed. I agree with that. Yeah. That's fair.
0: So, and maybe, maybe it's hard to get, maybe it already has and card ladder's going to catch up. And if you actually go out and look for it now, it's 7,500 or eight now to actually buy one. Who knows? But I just don't think there's much downside in that because people are like, okay, Mahomes made it to his fourth straight championship game. If he happens to get knocked out by Burrow, great. It's, you know, he got beat by Brady last year. He'll be back next year. You know what I mean? Like the team's a juggernaut. He's building up a resume. No one's really done this. I mean, except Jim Kelly. but Jim Kelly never actually won any. <laughs> with the bills when they it's made interesting.
1: In, bills. in my head and, and this is all messed up you know like a lot of investing is fundamentals but it's also a lot of investing is you versus you mm-hmm. like i'm like mahones who has had a better four-year career four years start to no one right i feel that there's more downside in the future than upside and i now that you're explaining it i actually disagree with that but that's where my hunch goes like This guy's had an amazing four-year run. There's no way he could keep it up. right? I mean, it's true.
0: It's very possible. I mean, and we talk about all these AFC guys. I mean, look, Baro took a huge step. Maybe next year it's Herbert. Maybe Josh Allen catches him. And, I mean, we're talking about 13 seconds away from having a very different conversation about him and knowing what the downside would be if he didn't make that miraculous comeback. But adding that miraculous comeback is just another page in the Mahomes book. It adds to the allure, the aura. It's a tuck rule game. It's a snow kick for Vinatieri. It's, you know, it's another one of these Brady, you know, Eagles comeback. It's not the Super Bowl per se, but it's, you know, I I have to stop fighting the winners. You know, I, 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 we fight LeBron, right? We fight, but but ultimately... No, you said stop the ones... fighting
1: the winners. The winners, you said. Um,
0: <laughs> Listen, you said, it's been I, a I long time to... since
1: they've won, Cage.
0: I was listening to the crossover last night with... You, you use Card Ladder more than anybody in the world. And they should, like, give you a royalty for how many times you use Card Ladder on our episodes. But during, our thing, our, last, during our thing last... During during their crossover last night, they went on... Uh, Josh went on a whole diatribe about LeBron and how he's playing and, you know, the level he's playing at and all that stuff but you know that he really shouldn't talk about him because as we all oh he was talking about a loss and one of his losses was Brandon Ingram and that you know he'll admit to the fact that he bought a lot of Brandon Ingram cards because you know when lebron was signed to come to the lakers he just assumed that ingram was going to take it to the next level but as we all know lebron has never made any of his teammates any better they said that on the crossover. So my comment to them was, Andrew says, "Thanks for listening, guys." <laughs> you know, like so. So you're it's the shot heard round the world. Your LeBron, your LeBron take is still being talked about.
1: <laughs> I think what they're realizing is that is a statement of fact and not a statement of my lack of like, respect or like for LeBron. I just think that every single player in the last three four years that's been around him. Has gotten not gotten worse necessarily, but they've left and they've improved their game and they've had more freedom to shine. Even stupid, oversized shirt wearing Kyle Kuzma is like an all star (laughs) sweater (laughs) on on the Wizards. And like with LeBron, he doesn't know his role. And uh, yeah, man, I I can't help, I can't imagine that's my problem with Josh, not Josh the person, Josh the fan. How can he say LeBron's playing well? Because he looks at the box score and sees him padding the stats. That team has been a disaster all year, man. Just admit it and call a spade a spade. That team is a disaster. Aaron Russell did, Westbrook I mean, is pretty
0: terrible. I will say that. Uh, I mean, Russell Westbrook, you know, that, that was not – that did not work out the way they wanted it to. The halftime the other day, I texted you guys. His plus-minus in the last game was minus 27 at halftime.
1: That team had more fight in the second half than <laughs> the team has had all year, Cage.
0: Yeah, they
1: did. They did. And, and here's my thing. You, this is your team, bro. You're, you're the guy. How long are you going to let the media and everyone else just destroy the teammates that you've chosen to bring in? And until you say, yo, this is my team. Stop pointing figures at Westbrook or Vogel or anyone else. This is my squad. I I, I, I picked these guys. And if-
0: Uh-oh, you froze. LeBron, shut off the internet in Mexico. He has that kind of power. You froze for a second. I'm sure he'll be back. But, you know, the LeBron slander will be stopped one way or the other. So they found you. They The Federales came and shut the whole thing down. Uh, LeBron called in on the uh, the Commissioner Gordon phone and said, boom, shut down his internet. Let's go. And, you know, we didn't even get up to the fun part, man. We didn't get the fun part of the analysis. I wanted to talk about Josh Allen, and then I want to talk about Tom Brady. So I'm hoping this handsome guy... Guys, if you're on YouTube, this is great. Because like a minute, it's like a frozen face. Just completely frozen. He'll be back, though.
1: I was back. on fire. I was on fire.
0: You were on fire? It was horrible. It was a horrible place to stop. I like said, LeBron contacted the Federales and just killed the internet. And just it killed up. it like that. That's it. Doug. No, but hey. It's how, how, long,
1: how long when the team doesn't perform well is, is it going to be everyone else that the media picks on? But when the team does do well, he gets the crown. Like, heavy is... Uh, Heavy so that's the crown. I get what yeah. you're saying, man. I get it. I get you it. You've got to stick up for your guys, man. You can't just keep letting them be beat up, and because that's going to crush their confidence. It's going to destroy belief on that team. So, I don't know how we actually started about talking about LeBron from Mahone. To- we were oh. talking
0: about yeah, you know, we were talking about just you know your shot heard around the world because you used a card ladder and you know that they were on the episode. But but Haj did follow it up and saying that we did a nice job with Peter Steinberg from Nice. The
1: oh, they so do listen to our there. show.
0: I That's flattery. I still can't unless, believe people
1: listen. I got to be unless, honest; like, I still have that imposter thing. Like, you guys listen. I mean, to I'm mean, i in their say?
0: chat. You know, like I listen to those guys. I tried to share. You know, they're talking about losses, and I told them about me buying Andre Drummond. You know, <laughs> I mean, we all have our losses. You know? Can I can
1: I put a put a bow tie on this uh, Mahomes thing?
0: Sure,
1: sure. Here's where else I went with like investing in Mahomes. People forget that. Yeah, Brady now has. He puts that photo of seven rings. But people really forget, and if you guys watch the man in the arena, he won three early, and there was a 10 year drought. We Talked
0: about that 100%. 100%. A 10
1: year drought. So, like, Mahomes, let's say he wins two Super Bowls, right? He could still mm-hmm. have five to seven years of nothing, win four more, and on then come his, back, yeah, on, and end what? with like the great. So, like, this whole thing, man, it, it, it's not always as easy as it seems to, to buy and sell and make money. So, uh yeah, that's where I'm at on it.
0: Listen, you know what I kind of like? I kind of like, especially like we talk about Burrow, you know, I like that there's prospecting that can still pay off. You can make a bet on a player and it works. You know what I mean? Because people need that. Now, hobby can't just be open a box of flawless and if you happen to hit a one-on-one, you sell it and make money. Everything else goes to consignor and you try to get back as much as you can. It can't be a slot machine, right? There has to be something else to it. There has to be fandom and attachment to the stuff, right? It has to be... I am a Bengals fan, and I'm going to buy Joe Burrow. That's going to be the guy I pick from this. That was who I liked last year. I sold the card that I had of him. You know, I mean, I only bought one, only kept the, one. The day
1: after the injury, I think we we talked yeah, about giving him yeah. a supply.
0: I'm 100% 100 confident. Yeah, 100% after the injury. So buy his stuff. I thought he's every bit the player that Herbert is. And Herbert might turn out to be great too. And, you know, there are people who are now holding Herbert and his stuff may go down a little bit because he didn't make the playoffs. And next year he may be in the AFC Championship game in the same spot that Burrow is. And people are saying, hey, I am being rewarded for holding his stuff through some thick and some thin. There's got to be a little bit of that. I like that there's this new blood, you know, Burrows in with Mahomes, who's on his way to be in the, the next big thing, throwing a little staffer who's never really got there, but there are fans of his who've held him for a little while. I don't know that many Jimmy G collectors, but it's a fun little thing. So, bonus. Josh Allen. Talk to me about Josh Allen. Are you a buyer, a seller? His cards haven't really dipped. I'd love to see what your old friends at Card Ladder have for his for his, you know, stuff on the index just for the last week. You know, after that monstrous game that he had there. Um, I thought that his stuff would take a little bit of a dip um, and maybe some of the lower end stuff has um, but people you know that game was like instant classic.
1: I think we are um, we're very captivated with with one game performances yeah um, I remember something similar and I think this is good for the market bad for Josh Allen so uh, I'm pulling it up so I apologize guys I'm not great This oh, listen,
0: at one game remember the NFL playoffs. This is a one oh, game is a right. whole seven game series. They're all game sevens. So football, it's more of a microscope for that one game, right? Because the whole season Correct. is only 16, 17 games and the playoffs are do or die. So you're gonna see I, I mean, I don't know if they have just what happened last week to him, But is that the silver? Is thirteen thousand dollars? Holy shit.
1: There's only twenty-six of them, Cage, because remember this year was a really tough grade, apparently, or something like that. Yeah, the silvers were mean, one per box, right? This is so weird. An old old label on a brand new card fascinating i don't know how that happens uh but dude actually here let me see oh here two years let's go two weeks is the smallest time frame. what do you mean no there hasn't been a <laughs> no, sale gotcha. yeah, because there's
0: 26 of them yeah gotcha so let me go base, that on that base. so
1: so this reminded me and, and for the market it's good so for the market i think that performance performance should drive short-term uh, results uh but this reminded me a lot of the luca game winner do you remember that in, in August when – I don't even think that they won that series. I think the Clippers still went through, um, but he had that one game winner and his, his cards went through the roof and never to be seen again, $2,200 for the base prism. That's where I'm at with Josh Allen. I think super overreaction to one amazing performance, one amazing performance. So much of that lines up. Like just the game goes well. You have a good game plan. The other team's not ready for you. You know, like a lot of that performance is is an overreaction than a reality of, like, this is the next greatest quarterback ever. So uh, he might never revisit the high prices that we've seen with him. Uh, so that's where I'm at with Josh Allen. I think short-term, next three, six months, very, very bearish. Maybe there might be an opportunity to buy on the run-up for next season, but I don't think those cards are going to actually dip as much as you think.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Now, Brady, what do you think? We're I don't think he's
1: reti- I don't think he's retiring. I think I think this whole rumor mill thing, the internet's a weird place. Anyone could start a rumor and the news don't even verify it. It's like it's the Denzel Washington quote, it's not about being uh, right, it's about being first. You know what I mean? Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: Adam Schefter now wants to release something before, you know. I don't know who the shams of the NFL is, probably Schefter. Uh a like,
0: bomb. Yeah, yeah, like the they all want a bomb
1: first. Because then they get the most clicks and all that stuff. I I I, I wouldn't I wouldn't wait. I would wait. I would wait. I I, can, I think buying dip on Brady smart if there is
0: it. Can I throw something out there? Sure. How about Brady on the Titans?
1: Oh, oh, with with uh, Vrabel. He should throw passes.
0: I mean, do Why they do not think become... he would
1: want to move? To... I don't think he wants to move again, man. He
0: that's, wouldn't that's have just... to move. It's Tennessee. Whatever. You go there poor time. Go there, you know, for six, ten months, whatever the hell it is. Why? Because Tennessee has a defense. Tennessee has a running back. Tennessee has some wide receivers. Tennessee has a coach. Tennessee is a Ryan Tannehill away from going to the Super Bowl. And if you replace Ryan Tannehill with Tom Brady
1: and Derrick Henry,
0: I mean, they have a Derrick Henry. I said a running back. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, does that not become an automatic favorite to win? And and if he, does I don't think back, he
1: retires.
0: But if he does come back, don't you think he wants to be an automatic favorite? Like, does he go to San Francisco? If they lose in the championship game and they're done with, you know, ask Garoppolo, does he, does he go and so have bad. another little, another little like chapter to his career where he screws over Garoppolo one last time? <laughs> you know, remember, Jimmy G was the one they drafted behind, you know, Brady. And then, allegedly, how the story goes, Brady had to, like, force him out of town. Yeah, I mean, like, now looking if...
1: back, that's obviously a lie. Like, you look at the, you're like, you don't have to force him out of town. The guy sucks. going to force his own but, way out of town.
0: It's fun to think about this, right, with the quarterback, you know, roundabout that's going to happen. I mean, look, you're 45 years old. You're probably not going to go play in Green Bay, although they were yeah. one seed and Rogers are going to lose. He doesn't want to go, I'm 45. I got my hoodie on because I'm still cold from shoveling for three hours today. Uh, he doesn't want to go in the snow. I mean, it's hard to leave Tampa. It's hard to leave far. It's part more, of the right? reason
1: Roethlisberger struggled this year. Like you, if you look back, I don't think he threw a touchdown in the first half for most of the season. Because <laughs> yeah, to like, warm up, 40, you got you <laughs> got to warm up a little bit. And when it's cold, <laughs> yeah. let's um, There's let's a talk a little bit about Ben. Gang was yeah, Listen,
0: I, I, I like so the green. Like Brady at Tennessee, that's got me like, woo, that could be a fun thing. It's still warm there. Still nice weather. You know, he knows Pro the coach, tax, obviously. Good, friendly for taxes. I think – Good uh, offensive low. line, right? I mean, come on now. I mean, just think I don't about think something he, like that. Yeah.
1: I think the whole family thing is overblown. I, I hear it, but, like, you, I think the whole family thing is overblown. The guy looks healthy, man. The guy looks as fit as he ever has, and he loves playing, and he likes to compete. I don't think you just hang that up for no reason.
0: He led the league in passing yards yeah. and touchdowns. Uh, forget about how old he is. No one did more than he did with – An insane asylum around him. Not to mention, if he goes to Tennessee, he probably brings (laughs) Grunk, making even making it even a bigger juggernaut. You know what I mean? Like, anyway, it's just funny to think about it, right? Like, if I
1: go to store, I'm bringing you with me,
0: and then throw. I appreciate that. Throw another one in, right? We talked about the AFC quarterbacks, right? Because we're talking about like how you have Herbert and Burrow, and Lamar, and Mahomes, and Josh Allen, well, Rodgers might be going to the Broncos in the same division as Herbert and Mahomes, right? We don't know where Russell Wilson's going to. And bring, bring Brady over to Tennessee, maybe? I'm, just, I'm throwing it out there. It's just my own brain. I haven't so you think it's on one of these
1: Broncos. off seasons where a lot we see a lot of movement?
0: Um, I mean, yeah, I think the quarterback carousel is going to be insane. I do. I definitely do. I don't know who's going to be left in the NFC. At all, you know. If I'm Deshaun Watson, you know, picking where I'm going, I might go to the NFC, and win an MVP. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> Deshaun does
1: pick where he goes. Deshaun's gonna be lucky to see the NFL again, dude. That's weird. Like they're they're like kind of like blacklisting him. It's, it's... Like, is, they do that, right? Like, they don't want him back in the NFL.
0: So, like... I mean, you can't really do that, but obviously it's been done, you know? I mean, Colin Kaepernick, say what you want. I mean, there are some quarterbacks out there that clearly he was better than, and he didn't get back in there. Well, um,
1: well, I, well I mean, like, due process, right? Like, you, you go through the trial. You haven't heard anything about the accusations since, like, was it 18 months ago?
0: Something like that. Somewhere, so, like, yeah.
1: I mean, how long does a trial take to happen? And if there's no trial, like, can you just take someone's earnings with, like, I thought this is oh, like, you got uh, paid, inos- yeah,
0: man, he got he paid for last paid. season? I'm, I'm pretty sure he was getting paid. I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty
1: sure he got paid. I don't know. It's, it's so weird. So much above me. Let's talk about Starstock, because this is a topic I'm really passionate about. And I think this is, f- for hold on, hold on, what, what's going on? I don't know what is happening. Oh, he's going to show him love. He's going to show him love. That's the kind of guy Cage is. Here I am going to kick a dog while they're down and Cage is like, nah, let me sit Well, look,
0: we're fair and balanced. We're fair and balanced. I knew where you were going, so I figured let me put on my Starstock hat. It's a nice hat. You know, I got a big head and it's a small hat, so it looks even smaller because well, I got a big head.
1: The funny thing about that is I actually don't know where I'm going with this.
0: <laughs> because there's no way to go. We don't well, know. I wanted to give
1: us—I wanted to give myself a pat on the back because. So
0: pat yourself on the back. Go with like this.
1: Let me see. Guys, by no, by no means, like, like you guys see, I'm living in Mexico, but by no means am I living large and C- cage, and everyone could attest oh. to that. Like, I'm not out partying, not this out, you know, spending tons of I money. Go. So when people approach us to sponsor them. I take it seriously because it's money in the bank and it lets me live the life and, and create content daily right so like Cage knows i don't have another job this is my livelihood i compete i want our, our podcast to do well i want to do right by the people that work with us uh so every dollar in matters yep. right yeah but the, when they've approached us uh in december of last year of december of 2020 january they were a raw card submission company right we're like they like, we saw a need, we're going to be the, you know, the raw card vaulting service so people can buy and sell uh, raw cards. Because and K J even said, raw is dead, there's a huge opportunity. Mm-hmm. Since that time, they went from raw to, you know, we want to kind of be a marketplace for graded cards, right? To vintage br- high-end slabs.
0: First it was regular slabs, then it was high-end slabs.
1: To in June, right before national, they approached us to be a breaker. And we must have had five to six calls with them. And I was like, dude, as much as I hear you and they're like come to the studio in Menahawken, I think it's called, uh, New York. Uh, we're like, we're not breakers. That's not what we do. And I want the money. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I want the money, but I, I don't break and I can't leave people breaking. To they, be, they became like a live auction site to a breaking site. And then they were auctioning off NFTs. And the point of that was, we had an opportunity since June to now they've been reaching out to partner with us and I'm proud of us to, that. We left money on the table for short term money on the table for, to preserve our reputation because it would have been easy to take money, tell people to go sign up for their business support, all that stuff. But I sensed in my gut that a company that's always jumping from business model to business model to business model is destined to fail. Now I'm not saying that they are failing. But when you let off lay off a bunch of your staff and you say, you know, we're way behind on our submissions, that to me is alarm bells, alarm bells, alarm bells. But I'm glad I have the intuition engaged as a mentorship just to put You muted yourself. To put off the short term financial gain, which means money in my pocket for the sake and the reputation of what we're all about. So that's actually where I went with it.
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, the only thing I'll say is we're 48 hours into this, I mean, I don't know what happened. I'd love to let the dust settle and kind of figure it out. It seems like they're now putting other information out there, right? There was a first announcement about no longer taking in Raw. And then the next announcement kind of came out that they, you know, they're kind of reassessing what they're doing. Um, You know, I think that they can probably do a good job of messaging out things to, you know, to the community. Because if you don't and you just kind of throw it out there like that, you know, people will just be left to wonder. And when people are left to their own devices to wonder, they all assume the worst, Um, especially when there's, you know, more information being put out by, you know, people, ex-employees, you name it, on Instagram comments to your post rather than what you're putting out there. You know, there's the ability to message things out. I mean, I'd love for them to come on and chat once they have themselves figured out. I'm sure they probably don't want to come on because they don't know what they're doing yet. But I mean, no, I mean, we don't it's not about the sponsorship or the money or anything like that. But, you know, we can provide a platform for them to kind of talk about what's going on. And listen, let's be honest. Right. Let's let's throw this out there. If Starstock is in the dark feeling their way around. You have to know that they're not the only ones. And let's be as honest as we can. Right. This hobby. I mean, you make faces, and maybe I'm wrong, right? And well, you, you, you really comment, dude, but, I'm making faces because it's my
1: candid response, not because I don't respect your opinion.
0: But, but no, but I, I, I get where you're coming from, and you think it's it, it's 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 the what, what they did specifically, but think about it, right? We've already It's a symptom did. from the
1: same disease. It's a lack of consistency. People but want to skip steps, and they don't want to put in brick by brick by brick. You hold yourself to a way different standard than you would in other businesses. We but, show up every true. day. I, I,
0: But I never hold anybody to the stand that I hold myself.
1: But Cage, we show up every day. We got offers to do, you know, let's do a crypto show or let's do this or let's do that. No, let's just get what we do really, 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 really good and then start branching out.
0: Sorry. I get it. Trust me. I get it. I guess what I'm saying is this, right? There are a lot of companies that came into this in the last couple of years. And we've had the opportunity to talk to companies that have had success, that pivoted, that have grown their brand. They've built it slow. They haven't just opened the floodgates and said, give me everything, right? They haven't, you know, they haven't, um, you know, they haven't just gone out and tried to expand a million times over new locations and all that other fun stuff, right? But there are Custom companies- slabs,
1: oh. horizontal slabs. More often.
0: You understand what I'm saying, right? It's gonna, I don't think that, star stock is the only company in the position that they're in now. And I wish them well. And I hope that and I'd love to help them. I, 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 I think that they can pivot and figure out which one of the many things they've done over the last year that they are the best at, that they can, you know, they can move forward with and make money and be a good value for their, their customer base. I think that they have too many, what we like to call too many coals in the fire and too many, you know, too many, you know, too many horses in the race, and they should really focus on training the best one and letting it run and hoping that one wins and putting all the resources well, on that one.
1: Cage, C- your, your statement is true and right, but they're not going to be able to find like. And this is both the companies, we mentioned, like, find out what they're best at you can never become the best if you're jumping from one thing to another. It's that kid it. who, who plays every sport, but he's not good at any because his like parents just move him from every other. What they're
0: doing now is taking a pause and figuring out what okay, the things that know. they did was and picking one and just focusing on that. Let's hope, right? And we'll see. I guess where I'm going with this is broader than star stock. And it's just like we talk about the market overall. And every time we, we focus back and we say, look, Mahomes, his cards peaked when the market peaked, look, Guys, don't forget, you're very good at this. You you always, when you look at a chart, you say, hey, guys, this was first quarter of last year when everything was going up. You could have basically take a dump, put it in a box, send it to PSA. They'll grade it at 10 and you could sell it on eBay for a lot more than it costs you to have the meal that you took, you know, that caused the dump. You understand what I'm saying, right? It didn't make a difference what you did. You could buy anything. The companies that were coming out were also riding that wave. Right. They were also riding that wave in early 21, late 2020, where everything they did made money because there were so many new people coming into it. Same thing with like Top Shot. I mean, you know, when you have all of this influx of cash, you happen to be there. Right. Then it's going to look good. What you do in that time to prepare for when that market softens right, that's going to decide whether you are still in the market a year from then, two years from then, right, and how nimble you are. And unfortunately, if you try to expand too fast based on that one quarter or two quarter of craziness, then you're going to be too big when there's a little bit of a pullback, a little bit of a slowdown. And we've seen that slowdown. We've seen that pullback, right? And look, not everybody is PSA that can just shut the doors and not take in any more money to fix the problem that was there, right? Not everybody is that, right? Not everybody is 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 SGC. We've told SGC, right, in our conversation with them, we can send you thousands of cards from our group. And they said, no, no. We right now know what we can take, right? We have no shortage of cards, but we can't, we're not gonna drop the price because we know what our sweet spot is, right? They've taken the data, they figure out what they're doing. SGC and they- did the
1: reverse of most businesses. If you look at them in the last, you know, 24, 48 months, uh,
0: well, they, they had built their, their operations, too,
1: right? they had their issues, and then they built up their systems and operations. Them, right? Yeah. And they're like, we're going to get really good at grading cards for an affordable price and timely manner. Yeah. I'm not going to worry about all the other hoopla and stuff. We're going to get really good at what our value prop is. And once we're really good at that, we're going to, we're just going to focus on that. Like, and, and two things here, guys, I, I wish the people well. I have a lot of friends in that company. Yeah. people I respect a lot. I, I wish them well.
0: Look, I, uh, I wish, care about I, them deeply. I texted Scotty Greenberg today and said, "Hey, hearing stuff on on Instagram. Let me, let us know if we can have you on. We can help you." He texted back. You know, I could read the text if you want. I mean, it was there. You know, they're assessing their their you know their situation, what they think is good, where they're going to go, and you know, they just obviously RAW is an interesting thing. I mean, I'm part of the problem when they first accepted RAW. I sent in a shit ton of raw. I sent in that like, was last like, in January, bro. Yeah, but still, I have hundreds, hundreds, maybe thousands of cards there that will never sell. That they're just vaulting for me for nothing. It was before they charged any money. And it was every, like, box of Topps Chrome that I opened. I pulled every rookie out. And I just sent them all in. Here you go. I never heard of this guy, but it's a Chrome rookie. Send it in, baby. I'll get a nickel yeah i mean i think
1: business in 2022 moving forward is community driven i think you got to treat your customers the best and you got to treat your employees the best what these backlogs and stuff that doesn't show that shows me that your your employees aren't motivated because you haven't sold them a vision you haven't got them to buy into a vision because the work we do here cage isn't that freaking crazy there's thousands of people who want to work in sports and sports cards You got to get them to believe in the vision that we're going to big places together And, and i'm proud that we've done that look at the people that have worked with us left they do big things cage we do big things after they leave and they do big things and i think that's what a culture should be right we we take care of our employees we have an employee who's our videographer when we were tiny we i think we had a few hundred listens He came on, joined the team, made quality content. Now he works with Buster Shirt and Hoops Nation. Millions of viewers of his content. And you know what? We've grown too. We went from a few hundred listens to 2,000, 3,000 listens a day. I think that's cool, man. I think it's cool to see your employees win. They come in, you guide them, you mentor them, you give them an opportunity. And then they go and they work elsewhere. And they grow and they expand and they keep leveling up and they have good things to say about you. That's what I think it should be. You gotta take care of your people. You gotta take care of your community and you've got to take care of the people that work with you.
0: I hear you, man. I do. I mean, listen, I hope because we talk about this with, with places, right? And we, we give credit to the companies that come on and say that we want the whole pie to grow this way. There's enough for everybody to share from, right? And listen, I think there are some some you know areas of Star Stock's business that they can exploit that they could be the industry leader in, 100%, right? And and I wish them well. We love those guys. Um, they were our first sponsor, right? Remember, way back in the day, that was our first sponsor, right? Um, you know, but reserve judgment, I wish they would come on and, and talk, you know what I mean? Because right now, everybody's just left to the whole rumor mill, what's going on, and that the next thing, you you know, you hear crazy terms. You hear bankrupt. You know, you hear, like, all kinds of, you know, I declare... Out
1: bankruptcy yeah it's like the office
0: exactly well, that's, that's all i you know. hear in
1: my head when i hear bankruptcy like the office was so good they have loved me you know what i'm talking about <laughs> so, i mean like, if, i hear know, things the, and i just think of the office i'm
0: sure that's not happening right but you know the point is that if you're a company like that you know you kind of gotta get out in front of it because this community it is Look, real small what what do you say?
1: They're going to tear you to shreds if, if you don't come out and, and yeah, yeah. take ownership. <laughs> the, 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 they're like hyenas on a
0: dead carcass. They'll rip that to shreds. Well, I mean, you know, they sense blood in the water, even when there is none. You know what I mean? You, the silence is sometimes taken as that. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next couple of weeks with, uh, you know, with StarStock. Um, I have a lot of cards there. I have money in my account. You know, I, I mean, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, Do you agree taking care of your people is important? Because we of we, course. we argue about this quite a bit. Uh, I, I mean, mean how uh, to listen. take care of them? Cage believes in taking care of them. Well, I mean, the interesting thing is, I think I think honesty and clarity of vision is the key, right? So if your employees are along for the ride, they have to understand what the ride is, and they also have to understand that the ride has ups and downs, right? And that some of those ups and downs are beyond your control i think that's part of being good to your employees right or or you know the people who are partners with you right that some of these things that happen are market driven are not going to be your control and your best plans aren't going to matter sometimes but you know if you're up front with folks and you let them know what your vision is and then when you hit those bumps in the road you know you let them know this is what's going on and this is why we have to make this change this is why we have to do this stuff that's a, a you know it's a big part of 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 you know doing business the right way whether you're a huge company and you're messaging that out to people, or you're only a handful of folks just starting off. Very important that you know your vision, even if it changes, is known to the people who are building you up and supporting you. The company's only as good as what their front line puts out. What do you think? That's okay. I, I think I'm you serious. gave a ton of great plays today. So I have one last question for you. Okay, one last question for you, and then I'll I will, I'll just let you go has Ja Morant passed Luca in hobby relevance. Hobby relevance no but I think
1: he's better than ja, than Luca right now. Dude, I love that team. I'm telling you I love watching this team play. Uh He's crafty too around the rim. Like he's a small guy, but his footwork around the rim, he had this one one move and he does it a lot. Like he gets into the paint. He doesn't just try to dunk on you though. He does try to dunk on you a lot. <laughs> he's very crafty and he's good at switching hands. Have you, have you, I think you guys, if you watch him, like he gets into the lane, he does a pivot step and he could finish with the left as well as with the right. Hobby um, relevant. Dude, I like John, man. I, I, I like John. He turned the corner for me this year where it wasn't just like, I'm an athlete. It was, I can lead an offense. And I know how to score in different ways. And I think that's really important. And, and dude, I I think their competitive advantage, people don't realize yet, is is their speed. That team is really fit, man. They're up and down all game. And I think a lot of teams, like, I thought Utah would would give them a a little bit of a run yesterday. I actually didn't, I bet, on the Grizz. But, like, that's a team that would typically give them problems. And I think how relentless this Grizz team is for 48 minutes on defense and on offense is a problem. So, uh Neck and neck. Neck and neck. Luca's a darling though. It's hard to like, it's hard once you have that like Mount Rushmore like the hobby dar- the hobby young darling.
0: Well, I mean he's not, remember, he was the the next generational talent. And and if you go on Twitter or even on Instagram, there are people who are slick about what they post and they'll post a Luca chart like his base card and they'll start it from the three pointer in the playoffs. You know what I mean? And it goes straight down. What was, yeah, I mean, there you go. It depends on where you, where you look at the <laughs> chart, right? A, that's
1: tough, man. <laughs> you know? that's, that's a tough-looking chart. So,
0: I mean, you know, you, it depends on the narrative, right? I mean, if you look at the last couple of months, it's basically a flat card. Um, but, yeah, it's a tough chart. I mean, it, it um, it's real interesting. But if you go out enough, right, think it's flat. It's flattening out.
1: It's you know, tough. I mean, it, it, it's tough when there's so much supply. It's, it's an so interesting
0: much. thing, man. All right, eighteen K. It's an interesting, interesting thing. I mean Jaws prop is probably going up a little bit too. I mean that jaw card. I can only imagine how many job base there are out there. You got a play for us today? Well, your plays were all of our analysis about those quarterbacks and that kind of stuff. At least I I was trying to steer it towards those were your plays. Invest in this okay. guy. Okay. I love the Jimmy. Jimmy G was going to be my my play, but I wanted to have that kind of like analysis only because I, you hit the nail legit right on the head. I don't think there's any downside to him, but I think there is some sneaky potential upside because of the team success. If there's team success over the next week, the next two games, Jimmy G could be a sneaky little play here.
1: You know? Literally, if he just wins one game. I'll give you guys a play, but it's different. like It's um something to think about. So while all of this stuff is going on, I still think one of the biggest brands that people don't talk about is Pokemon. And I think there's some kind of convention going on. I can't
0: really understand what it's it is. It's so it. pop-up shop. Yes. He's doing like a so 90s that could,
1: style.
0: God.
1: That community is cool. And uh Pokemon's going nowhere. It's My play is it to
0: buy... <laughs> A little judgy, but it's okay. Uh, how so? <laughs> I mean, they like what they like. You know, they the new anyone new to the community is just chasing money is the initial. I mean, it, it's like that everywhere else. But I mean, the, the, it, for anybody who wants to really go knee deep in Pokemon, there's a um, there's a message board, old style message board called E4. E-F-O-U-R.com, right? Okay. And it is it is everyone who's a Pokemon collector is on there. You know, Gary, the Pokemon, Charizard King, whatever, you know, the guy from the case, you know, with the with the Logan Paul stuff. And and basically anybody who's anybody. Jerry Pedower started a thread on there about, you know, the first edition set and valuations and the whole deal. I'm on there. Um, it took me a long time to get in. When you're new, and you start coming in, and you start talking about prices and values and investing, that crew is—I mean, look—they invest too. Clearly, they make—they make their money. But that crew is tough to kind of—it's a tough nut to crack because they're a lot of them just—they love the cards. And I think this is kind of going to bolster your point, right? They—they they want people in the community who are not just in to flip. You know, they—they yep. they, when when Gary was talking about cards, talking about charts, they like hated it before anybody hated it. They were like, "Oh, we don't really want it." It took a while for them to kind of, you know, take in Logan. Paul, you know, and that. So yeah, I mean, it's it's, a, it's an interesting. So my, my play,
1: and I, I speak of this because I did this, and there's two guys that helped me. Gem City Sports Card Rick, if you're listening, he helped me a lot. He helped me with understanding.
0: Rick Shin. He introduced yeah. me to him at the national. Real nice guy and knows a lot of stuff. I mean, just he, real he, smart.
1: He explained to me how, what, and where to grade. Okay, And that was really helpful to understand like the nuances. The other day he told me, you know, serial number 11, starting with 11 BGS, is when they were easier on cards. Uh, serial number 13 is when they started getting more harsh. Like little things like that. Uh, this card would do better at PSA. This card would do better at GC, This card would do better at BGS. And Bro Namath, believe it or not, even though he's in such a know-it-all. I knew Brady was retiring. No, you didn't. Uh, <laughs> and he's still not. Uh, he's such a know it all, but I love him. Uh, and he's helped me a it's lot. okay. So, it's okay to be confident so, when you're right more often than you're wrong. Yeah, he's he's about <laughs> 50 50, acting like he's more <laughs> 60 40. Um, I think he's like 80 20, <laughs> uh, 20. But no, here's 80, my 80 player. right. There are some <laughs> awesome Pokemon collectors who also collect sports cards, follow them. Uh, and ask them questions, get to understand that world. So that when there is another bull run, you're prepared. You know, this is a good card to buy. Don't buy this one. Oh, if this card is running, maybe if the 1999 first edition is running, maybe look at the 1995 packs Understand there's so much, there's so many people out there that you could go and follow and learn from. Build those connections, build that bridge between if you're a sports card collector follow someone on uh, that's a Pokemon collector that also support and ask questions get to know them uh, build that bridge because that will
0: help you I'm pretty sure there's some really nice I think I'm pretty sure it was the PWCC weekly that ends tomorrow there's some really nice Pokemon stuff in that a chancey PSA 10 you know the card that you know makes makes me the Instagram model I'm pretty sure there's one on there. yeah I love cheap. that card it's cheap there's a Blastoise 10 first edition also that one's over 20 grand already the
1: chances about I'll show you two. my my favorite card. I don't know anything about Pokemon, but I'm learning. I think this card suits so cool.
0: The Ancient Mew.
1: Yeah. Ian has one Just of those. Lo- it but looks sick, it in,
0: right? I bought it in like a PSA four for him. Yeah, the Ancient Mew is a cool card.
1: Is it even better in, in person?
0: Yeah, I mean it's 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 cool. It's prismatic. It's like shiny. Yeah. Um, it's it's a it's a really cool card. Ancient Mew. So this card, this card
1: Ancient Mew in a nine, I think is only like a few hundred bucks. I think it's such a sweet card, man.
0: Mew's also a cool one to collect because Mew was like Mew was Mew was the hundred fifty first Pokemon. It was a cool thing, you know, that, that came out and, and it was so strong of a Pokemon. Mewtwo followed it up. Um was like the strongest thing, you know, out there and just decimated it. And then they kind of just did away with it. Not a lot of Mewtwo cards and you know, you know you know. But then Mewtwo was like the villain in because right, I thought it was the villain in the Detective Pikachu movie. It was, it, you know, I like you. You was one of those, one of those cool little, uh, cool little characters.
1: And you know what's this is interesting? It's Nintendo. Nin yeah, ten- the Japanese ten- one. Yeah,
0: Japanese promo. It's game. not
1: Nintendo. Which all this stuff is cool. I, I'm curious about it. Uh, this is a card to look at. I, I, I think it's just a sick looking card. Uh, but get to know people and, and build those bridges. Build those connections. Learn a new space.
0: The Pokemon That's the movie version that one. That's a different that's is... movie version. Yeah, that's a movie, then there's a Japanese version. You know, there's a, there's a lot, but it's a cool card. It's a really cool card. It's funny you find find that stuff.
1: I think <laughs> I think it's a nice looking card. Tomorrow, last show of the year other than our Super Bowl show uh, on Whatnot,
0: 10 a.m. Do uh, you have some slabs to sell? Yeah, I got some slabs. I got nice. up more Mason Greenwoods. I got some ja. I'm going to pull out some nice. ja. uh You know, the remember that Hoops Premium Pulsar stuff? I got a jaw 10, I got a jaw 9, I got some you know, I got some interesting stuff. Um, or, you know, we also have some basketball slabs. I was going to hang out to some basketball slabs, uh, hoping that we did a whatnot basketball show, which hopefully is still in the works after the All-Star break, after the Super Bowl and stuff. Um, so that could be cool, it could be fun. Um, but might as well sell some of those to you guys. Uh, but yeah, I'll list, I'll list some tonight. You know, the show's up. Um, and we'll definitely have some slabs and have some fun with it. And then for the Super Bowl, guys, you should tune in for that show because I'm going to do a, a select box break from last year's select football. Yeah, because you, you know, corny-ass like,
1: motherfuckers who joined our fantasy football league wanted cash instead of a Yeah, box yeah that
0: was dumb. I could I would have given you that box as a, a champ of that league. instead of well, instead One of, league split the pot. Yeah, instead of 900 cash or whatever the heck it was. I mean, that box is worth twice that. We're we for we'll you guys.
1: You guys we'll can't make your
0: own money. <laughs> we'll see what comes out of it, too. It'll I love you guys. I'm just it'll messing. Be a, it'll be a nice whatnot. Uh, it'll be a nice whatnot, um, you know, live there where we do a little box break. Um, and hopefully people get a bargain on, you know, we'll, we'll break a pack and we'll, we'll show up the pack. So choose some fun. And we got collectible, you know, the fractional report for the opening bell. We'll record that tomorrow night as well. Speaking of packs, gun to, gun to your head. Mm-hmm. Midpile, are you selling it or opening it? I'm hanging on to it. I'm. I'm watching. Wow. I will. I will. If it breaks away from a two to one on the floor, clones, I might sell the vial. That's what you think is going to happen. <laughs> but if it stays two to one, and you know, I only really have a fifty percent downside, but significant more upside, I may open the damn thing, and we'll see what happens. I already know what's in there. I contacted the artifact. <laughs> it's
1: going to be a gold samurai with my Woo! face
0: on. It with your face then, then, then i don't want that
1: no i don't, so I, don't I
0: don't want to close that, that's gonna that's that gonna literally be weird. drop the floor of all the artifacts <laughs> that would be very weird well listen guys another fun episode here we hope you enjoyed it a little bit different get a little uh get andrew's opinion on some football um, you know, maybe we will start to work that in as the basketball season, uh you know, progresses and we see what the playoffs are going to look like and that kind of stuff. I mean, we'll, we'll work in a, a weekend. Hey, Andrew, what do you think about investing in this guy? Yes. At this point in time, we'll do like, you know, can, can four, I can, four four. Yeah, shoot. Sure. One more last thing. Yeah.
1: All you guys out there, and I wasn't a Wiggins fan either. We need to do better in general. And, and I need to do better of this, but just this is kind of like a lesson for me that I'm putting out in public. Be happy for others. Even if you disagree, right? Like the guy worked hard. He's changed his game. He's defended really well. A lot of people are out there like he doesn't deserve it, right? You saw that. Like A lot of people think he doesn't deserve being a starter in the All-Star game. Be happy for the guy, man. He, he turned his career around, you know? And, and we're so quick to shit on people when they're busts. What about when they go somewhere and fresh start and they really make the most of it? I, I think it's, it's a little bit cool.
0: I think they're rewarding the team. Right, the team's had some success. He's been a huge part of that success. The team, obviously, the fans obviously came out and voted for. Guys, in the early '90s, I will tell you, um, you know, I I I was a Nick fan. You know, I like Patrick Ewing. Um, you know, obviously, I grew to respect and love Michael Jordan because he just destroyed us every year. But there was a year that that John Starks and Charles Oakley were were all stars with Patrick Ewing. These are not you know, the, 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 the best players ever. I mean they you know they were names, but you know, the team was really good. You know, the team was gonna go on and, and have a hell of a run. And, you know, they were they were winning way more games than they were losing and that gets rewarded. And and I wouldn't go too nuts on the all star stuff because you know what we we've what we found about sports is the voting systems for these kind of pageant type of awards, they're all flawed. From the Hall of Fame vote in baseball, from the sports writers to how you know baseball all stars with getting all the Kansas City in, or when it was in Cincinnati, half the Cincinnati Red team started because the game was at home. It's the same kind of stuff, you know. And 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 guys, if you didn't want Wiggins in because you thought the 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 player on your team should have been in over him, you should have voted more. I mean, really, that's what it comes down to. The fans of of whoever else you know was second to him or should have been in. For the most part, you get it right. I mean, are people complaining that the DeMar Rosen's a starter?
1: Right? No. I mean, he's had I mean, an all-star deserves. starter
0: season. Right. I mean, he deserves it, right? So, you know, I mean, look, sometimes it happens and somebody sneaks in. Who would you put above him?
1: Thank you for asking. Uh, yeah. I would start – here would be mine. And it would be a little bit weird, but I'd put Booker at the three. I'd be Chris Paul, John Moran, Devin Booker, LeBron, Jokic. In my opinion. Wait, wait, wait. for So, no Steph? I don't think Steph deserves it. And I love Steph. I don't think he's just been shooting as well as as he as he should be. And he, dude, his team's not even first in the West. Booker and Paul are a better duo.
0: You would have Booker and Paul the yeah, backcourt from the Suns. Yeah,
1: Suns are good men. Suns are very good. A lot of people sleep on them. First in the West, first in the whole
0: league. Excellent. And the Regular best season team. They're the Jazz from the 90s.
1: And who, who's Booker in that scenario?
0: Maybe John Stockton. I guess that's Chris Paul. Yeah. Maybe he's Jeff Hornacek. I don't know. That's not the point. You know, they didn't have a call Malone. But the point is they're the Jazz, meaning they won a shit ton of games. And then when it mattered, they didn't.
1: Well, first off, the All-Star Game is a regular season award. Or ha- mid-season award. It's that's true. Pl- like, like, they're not going to no, – Playoffs are stopping. Because
0: they're number one in the West. But, I mean, you know, the, you know no, no. Steph and the, no, no, Steph no. And the they Golden They are League. number one in the West.
1: That's just the fact. Yeah,
0: but, but Steph and Golden State are not that far behind them, and they're a team of of, of champions, you know, which, yes.
1: You, you don't those, get the that, word for, for All-Star Game from, like, previous years.
0: Yeah, but the All-Star starting, which is what we're talking about, is yes. a fan vote. So you, the fan vote doesn't say, hey, by the way, fans – only take into account what has happened this season from game one to when you're voting, and look at who's first place in the West. They say to the fans, "Here's who's on the ballot. Vote for who you want." Come There's on. no thing on me like and, beca-
1: and I think your response is actually pretty cool because it is it does feel very disrespectful to Curry and his brand and his reputation. Like you're gonna bring Curry off the bench. Like I just hit the yeah. uh, the. He broke the record for three pointers in like.
0: I don't care about that games. record, but I understand what you're saying. No, I mean, no. Look, and he, I love Curry, man. I talked
1: I, about Curry last year, March, when they got uh, right before they got knocked out by the Lakers. I said, "Watch out for this Warriors team, all that stuff." I'm not saying Curry isn't deserving. I just have watched this Suns team, dude. This Suns team is a very good team, and a lot of people sleep on. them. A lot of people sleep on them. You're saying they're a regular season team, but the fact but the until Bears they're not is is this cage. They went eight zero in the bubble. Yep. Then they the next season they made it to the finals, and then the season after that they're first in the league by a mile. So, and this is with a lot of young talent and Cam Johnson who's stepping up and playing well. They Bridges stepping up and playing well, dude. They plug Bismarck Biombo in there and def- as their third string center and blow teams out by ten fifteen points. So, should
0: I saw some Cam Johnson slabs tomorrow? I Think people dude, would like Cam that. Cam Johnson's
1: good, man. People don't realize he's. 20,
0: what, 22 years old? 23 years old? Oh, my God. Some a, little older, a little older. So, I'm going to ask you, and we'll end on this, because it's already an hour sure. and ten minutes. Do you think this is the year the Suns win the championship?
1: We're going to see one of the best Western Conference finals I think we've seen in a long time. Yeah. If the if the Warriors' oh. Suns meet, that
0: Come on. Well, dude. Yes uh. or no? Well, Come on, this could be one of your great something. takes. This could be one of your great takes. Yes. They're going to win or no. well, I just
1: give you first, just real quick. i give you a really great take that the Suns and the Warriors are going to meet in the Western Conference finals. I think it's going to be one of the best ones we've ever seen because these teams actually play team ball. They move off the ball. The ball doesn't stick in people's hands. So uh, where, are the, where awesome. are the
0: Warriors right now in the West? Second. And where are the Suns? First. So your great take is that the one and two seeds are going to meet in the Western Conference championship game? Yeah, I mean, mean, that's an amazing take. I mean, I I don't don't know why I even say anything on these shows. (laughs) I don't know. Sometimes I don't know why either. (laughs) I love you, man. I really do. (laughs) How much of that, the
1: answer to your question, depends on health? That's 60 days away.
0: I throw this out there because, listen, you've had some real right calls, right? I mean, I said by John October. You said by Steph a year ago, year and a half ago, right? And, and they were both huge money-making plays. I'd love to go back if the Suns win the championship and say, at this time, even though they were the one seed, no one was saying they were going to the championship except this man right here. But, it, but I'm not going to make you say it just to have a take. I was curious. You watch the games. You've talked about them playing. You say they play team ball. You've watched them. Do you think they've progressed enough? Because remember, they were in the finals last year. So the the next logical step, if they've gotten better than last year, if their young players are stepping up, if Chris Paul has finally reached the pinnacle of his, if Booker is stepping up, if Aiton is doing his thing, if Cam Johnson, the the next step for them would be winning the championship because they got there already last year. So that's where my question lies. And you don't, I mean, you don't have to out there. I mean, they're you know, good enough. Dude, injuries, are super, I, I injuries are
1: super weird. Injuries um... are super weird. Yeah, because Aiden hasn't played that much. dude. Yep. It, it, injuries are a very weird thing. Trade deadline is a very weird thing. I think I'll be able to say more in March. I think they're good enough. I think they're good enough. I think why they're competing for that first seed is I think they believe that last year, if they had the first seed,
0: they might have won
1: because I won seven games.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, listen, we shall see. We shall see. Peace Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, Do us a favor and like, subscribe. Eh, You know what? Don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today and we'll see you next time. Thank you.